I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel, where my goal is to answer that question or make that connection. So if you have a question or want a connection, put it in the comments. You may get selected tonight as we choose our our, our customers, clients, peeps, tribe at random, Okay. I'm very excited. So we do have so much going on and want to give an opportunity to give a little shout out to some of the activities and workshops and classes that are coming up. So what's coming up first and foremost on April 5th is Platform for Beginners. So this is very exciting because this is a platform class where it will help you learn how to deliver messages in a group and understand what is different and how it's different than a one-on-one. It certainly is an experience, whether it's a small group or a large audience and how really to do that best. So this will be a four week class and it is from 5.30 to seven. So you really will have an opportunity to get experience, practice and all of those fun things. Next, we also have the author workshop. Now, this one is near and dear to me because I have written three books. So I want to help other people out there who have an idea of a book that they want to write. Is your story needing to be told? Is spirit inspiring you to tell your story? So this will be Tuesday, April 11th, and it's a two-hour workshop. And this will be online. One of the things I'm very excited about is I have a very special guest coming on that workshop as well. So it's going to be a nice surprise just to help you learn some tips, some tricks, how to really lean in a bit more to writing your story. How do you do it? What are the steps? How do you get the inspiration, the motivation, the self-discipline to go ahead and get that book started and uh, written for yourself, okay? Now, of course, we have the development circles and those are coming up uh, in May. So we do have the beginners and we will have the advanced. So there's a lot going on. You can certainly check it out on ColbyRebel.com. So you'd be able to really see everything and anything that is coming up. Okay. So just kind of know that. Tonight, um, I really want to go into uh, a little bit of a subject here, and that's really spiritual burnout. So what is spiritual burnout? Are you experiencing it? Have you experienced it? And how do we work through that burnout? Because especially when it's spiritual burnout, there could be like overworking or you're tired or you're feeling out of alignment. Maybe you're not listening to your soul's purpose. But when we have spiritual burnout, it really is that overload of trying to connect to that higher self or constantly in the space and not really having enough muggle time, right? We really, we can't take away from needing that physical experience. And that's really important. I mean, that's why we're here, right? We're here to have a physical experience. 
So if we try to avoid that physical experience or negate that physical experience or feel guilty that we're having a physical experience, that could lead to spiritual burnout. If all your time is only dedicated to the spiritual growth, then we really have to kind of say, wait a second, where is my balance? Am I creating balance? Am I putting balance into my life? Am I spending time with friends, families? Am I creating enough experiences for myself? So this is very, very important in your overall growth and well-being because by having the physical experience, right? That's actually going to give you lessons. It's going to give you ideas. It's going to allow for creativity. It's going to help lead to next steps. It may help uh, network. It, it, it's so many factors allow it. it. It will help you spend time in nature. It help you spend time with yourself, but in a fun way. Sometimes, you know, I think that there's this idea that if you're living this spiritual life, you're not allowed to have fun. You're not allowed to be goofy. You're not allowed to kick back with a cocktail. You absolutely can. We just can't kick back with a cocktail in the middle of a reading. <laughs> and even then, maybe some people do, right? But the idea is for you to say, am I creating that balance in my life that, you know, am I working too hard to build and grow? You know, are you utilizing the people around you? Like, let's say it's too much for you to do and you need help, but you're worried about the finances. Maybe it's a little bit out of your pocket. Ask for a trade. Maybe there's someone you know within your network with, that would be more than happy to trade for you. Maybe you've got someone younger who is working their way in high school or college and maybe they don't, you know, these young people are amazing at super social media, right? So for anyone over 40, you get the social media struggles real. <laughs> but these young kids are coming out of the womb knowing how to IG, chat, do it all. So hit them up, right? Maybe you don't have, need a babysitter, but you do need some someone to help with social media. So ask, you know, where, where, who do you know? Who could help? just to help create that balance for you. You know, a lot of times too, you know, it, it, if you're single and wanting to date, date. You know, you've got to create those pockets of time. You've got to create, especially if you're building your spiritual business or doing your own thing or, or working two jobs, we get so focused on spending time in the workplace or next steps or am I doing this? Or I, I got to focus on this or I'm not going to manifest. Believe it or not, downtime is just as important as uptime okay so creating those pockets now we can't have too much downtime and we can't have too much uptime right so in order to alleviate spiritual fatigue spiritual burnout it is important to say am i feeding the muggle in me am i feeding my inner muggle because by feeding your inner muggle you're also giving yourself an opportunity to feed your soul Okay, so best things to do is to create that schedule for yourself. I think that that works really, really well is creating that schedule, really giving yourself that time, that opportunity to thrive, to have that time for yourself because you will feel refreshed. You will feel rejuvenated. That will give you the energy needed to then take those next steps on your spiritual journey. Okay. So 
There you go. That's our talk on spiritual burnout. So if you've experienced it or have any questions around it, put them in the comments. Uh, I'll chit chat about it more. All right. So Tala wants to talk to her Nana. I got to tell you, first thing I got is feisty. <laughs> Tala, you got a feisty Nana. She is a load of fun and no one is going to tell her no. Okay. I get the feeling around her. I think in her, yes, she says yes. In her younger days, I believe she loved to dance, loved to be very active, loved to be very festive. Always, always, you know, I think loves jumping in on conversations. Loves kind of like, uh, isn't afraid to kind of say, oh, let's talk about this or let's talk about that or let's kind of call someone out on it. Uh, you had a dream about her. So great talent. That is a visitation from her. And that's a way for her to come in. She's like, yes, that's her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bells and whistles with her. <laughs> I get the feeling also with her, you you know, lipstick. So, Tala, do you remember her having some bright lipstick or her lips always done? There's something where I feel like she always looked good. I, I just get the sense from her where she really enjoyed being put together. She really enjoyed a, a showstopper. I mean, I really believe that she was a showstopper. And again, she loves to adorn on her younger years, okay? Her hair laugh, I always wanted it rolled. There we go. I, I feel like for her, she just was someone that had this beautiful presence and this energy. And she gives me a feeling around her she, she gives me the name Marie. Oh, well, duh, you're Tala Marie. Tala, I, I think there's another Marie in the family. Am I correct? Is that Marie? Is your middle name after your grandmother or uh, taken? Uh, to me, there's another Marie in the family. So can you understand that, Tala, your mom? Okay. Because I felt like there was another Marie in the family. And I really see with your grandmother, like, you know, I asked her just now, you know, why did, you know, why did she come through in a dream for you? What is it about? Tell her, honey, I feel like you are at such a crossroads. She makes me feel like you've been a bit emotional lately. Let me know if you can connect to that. But it feels like you've been a bit emotional, um, a little up and down, and a little feeling not maybe super confident about next step or feeling a little worried. And, and she's like, so she wanted to come in to reassure you, to kind of remind you of your power, to remind you of who you are. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, to me, there's just a sense where I feel like with, with her, she wanted to just kind of come in and just say to you, hey, you've got this, and you are right there, and you are strong, and to know that you are taking the right steps, okay? So I feel like this is about big steps for you, honey. Taking those big steps forward. She's saying do it with open arms. Do it with open arms. It's almost like she wants you to sashay into it, <laughs> okay? Sashay into it. Sashay, all right? So just kind of know that, all right? So I just feel like it's letting you know that and bringing that to you. So I'll leave that with you. Okay. Okay. Uh, now Miss N Nicole here, uh, I believe I thought she said, 
oh, her grandmother. Oh, everyone, doesn't everyone, I'll tell you, I know I love my grandmothers as well, okay? I love them so much. And, you know, I just feel like with your grandmother, Nikki, I just feel like angel. So I believe she either sends you angel wings, feathers. There's something around angel for you, Nikki, okay? So it is also kind of knowing that. Are you paying attention to the feathers, to the wings, to understanding that connection? There's a real peacefulness with your grandmother. Um, oh, you gave her an angel statue. How sweet. There's a real peacefulness with your grandmother. But I, again, I I don't know. We got Grammys coming in tonight that will, I don't want to say smack you upside your head, but man, I won't want to see them with a wooden spoon. That's for sure. So Nikki, I, I, I'm telling you, no one's going to talk back to your grandmom. <laughs> she is a straight shooter, which I love about her. But she also, you know what it is, is she really gives me the sense for you. She's a firecracker. I'm telling you, they're all lining up tonight. I feel like there's something with her where we have an anniversary or a birthday. There's something where she is showing me balloons. So can you take a birthday coming up or an anniversary? There's something here where we have some balloons and a celebration. So she puts her hands together and lets us know that she is celebrating as well. Okay. And so to give you, to give you that, I also feel like she's showing me a piece of jewelry. So I do believe that you have a piece of jewelry from her. And perhaps this makes me feel like this may be a necklace with a charm, honey. So if you can take that, let me know. There's something about that. And she gives me the word love. So I feel like either the necklace is a heart or has the word love or, or there's something connected with that. You have her ring. Okay, great. Her birthday is coming April 20th and past April 12th. Okay, got it. So she is showing me balloons around this to celebrate around this and, and to know. And it's like, I don't know. I think she loves a good party. So don't be afraid to kind of celebrate her. But most importantly, she wants you to celebrate yourself and to know to celebrate yourself. Okay. And I think that that's a big, big part of it. The other thing, Nikki, uh, you have her ring. The other thing, Nikki, there's a big job change for you. So I don't know if it's that you've been looking for a different job or looking for a job. But she really gives me the sense of saying yes to you. So I do believe that this is time to kind of go for this opportunity. Okay. And I will, I, I will leave that. Oh, she loves parties. She was the best host. Oh, she's, she's fun. I, I just get the sense that she is fun. And just know, looking for the angel, the angel wing, she, she loves sending that to you. Okay. So there you go. All right. And congrats. I love that as well, honey. I love that for you. Okay. All right. Now we, I love this question here. How do I get spirit to talk clearly? I get communication, half words, half symbolism. Can I make the connection clearer, closer? So I hear it more. Yes. And, and you know, that's a really fabulous, fabulous question, Megan. So one of the things is, um, to become more curious, to build a conversation. So if you get half a word or a single word, just become curious about that word. For instance, you get the word coffee, 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 what? 
and you could just say to them, is there something around coffee or is, do you enjoy coffee? Is there a connection to coffee? Did you, are you connecting to someone who was just drinking a cup of coffee? You know, so by becoming curious and really asking those questions of spirit to build that conversation, you're going to see that they want to answer you. You're going to see then one word becomes two words or one word then becomes a feeling that helps you link it together. So I feel like that is going to help you tremendously. Okay. So it's understanding that. So there's exercises that you can do that is going to help you. So work on isolating your clear audience, work on isolating the different clairs. So what happens is, uh, I, I, I get it, but I don't ask much. Right. So ask, become curious, right? Think about it this way. You go to Starbucks, right? We go to Starbucks. Okay. And when you go to Starbucks, you get a coffee. You say, I'll have a drip. What does the barista say? What size would you like? Did you want a medium? Did you want a large? Would you like cream in that? Right? Do you want any flavorings, any syrup with that? Right? They ask you the questions, right? And so well, then what happens? By the time you're done, oh, can I get your name for the order? Next thing you know, we've got Megan who wants a grande drip with a little caramel syrup and a little oat milk in it. So we know exactly what kind of coffee she enjoys, right? So the barista asks, so think of it that way. What could you ask to be curious about and to build the conversation around, okay? I also think, Megan, take classes. They're huge. Do development circles. I've got classes that are e-courses on my website. Very, very inexpensive. Uh, the beginners, the advanced classes, they're very inexpensive for what they are. And you get to practice. You get to roll up your sleeves and practice. So I think that's always a great, great way to develop and build and expand as well. Okay. All right, Melba. I know Melba. I'm very excited for Melba. I Don't tell me, Melba. I don't want to know what's going on tomorrow. So don't tell me. Okay. But I do, I do want to say, Melba, I feel like I want you to go, I feel like I, I say, I want you to go strong. I want you to be strong. I want you to be confident. I feel like I want you to feel at ease. Okay. I want you to, it's almost like you have to say, like, uh, let it be in God's hands. Let, let me give this to God. I will give, I will give my good juju. I will give my good juju to the universe and I'm going to let the universe take over. The word complication comes in. There may be some complications, but I think that they feel like not big setbacks. So, you know, if you stress or you worry, you're going to make them bigger than they are. So I feel like don't let them, don't let, don't let it show in your face. I want you to have a smile. I want you to feel good. Also, I want to go into health a little bit as well, because I feel like there's some health things that are absolutely going to turn around. So the health part of things feels to be very, very good. So I feel like there's some strong traction we're going to be making for health. Okay. So I do want to give you that, but I feel like it's just things are becoming, it's interesting because I feel like things are starting to untangle. 
things are, it's almost like things are becoming revealed around the situation, more exposed. And it's kind of like, yep, yep, yep. Like, so just kind of allow it, allow it to unfold. I don't want you to stress and I want you to update us uh, after tomorrow. Okay. So I will leave that with you. Okay. Here we go. Here's the, obviously I am not a doctor and cannot diagnose and, and obviously the doctors can't figure it out either. Let's see, let me look into this, the hands. I don't know if it's Mara or Myra, so I'm sorry if I, I mispronounce it. Uh, but Myra, I, I feel like I would love the, the doctors to dig in a little deeper to see if we don't have something more autoimmune going on almost like an arthritis happening, Myra. Okay, great. Thank you, Myra. I appreciate that. So, well, I hope I, <laughs> I guess it could still be Myra. <laughs> Just forgive me if I'm pronouncing it wrong. We got a 50-50 shot here. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, I would love for them to dive in deeper to see if there's not something more autoimmune going on, like an arthritis, uh, chronic arthritis, because it's interesting with the hands, but I'm almost feeling like, there's something in other joints for you, but because the hands hurt so much, you're not realizing what's going on with the other joints. I'm already type one. Okay, see? So I believe that this is a big part of it. Now, what I also believe that is that I want you to be so, I want you to really start keeping a food diary. Be very, very strict. I believe that you may be eating some items that are causing inflammation. And if it's not eating foods, maybe it's some supplements you're taking or medication. Really, let's dial in to A, when do your hands feel the best? Then are you taking something? When do they feel the worst? I want you to, I really want you to kind of get into this, okay? I want you to really, really get into being very specific as into the wave of it. I think that's going to help you really dial into what's happening, what's going on. It, it's interesting because I really like feel like there's some inflammation that's causing the pain to, to really become stronger and, and hurt. And like I said, it's either a medication or a food um, that, that could, be, could be contributing to this as well. Did you start taking anything new, uh, Myra? Is there any new med or is did you either start trying something new to eat or a new medication? Can you just let me know? Because to me, there's something teetering here with this. And I feel like your body may be having a reaction to it. And the doctor, and I don't think it's supposed to, right? You know how it is, you guys. But you're a sensitive person, Myra. Like, I think you're also extremely intuitive. So, you know, my whole body, but the hands, right, are the worst. Okay. So I want you to really, really start dialing in on this. I hope that gave you a little bit of direction. Be very specific. Start really notating it. Keep that journal very, very close with you, okay? And I think that that's absolutely, uh, go. yep, okay, good, <laughs> good. I think that that's absolutely going to uh, help you, okay? Okay, so let's see here. We've got... Uh, I want to go to Beth here because I feel nephew and brother. Um, now the Beth, 
as soon as you hear me, if, if you're here, I want you to kind of comment so I can try to keep the cadence of this up because I feel like, I feel like the nephew, I think it's the nephew, very, very quick passing. Um, it may almost be both of them. That's a quick passing, but for some reason I am here. Okay, great. Would you understand your nephew having a very quick passing? It's hard because I almost feel like the brother could also have a quick passing, but the one I feel like that was unexpected or fresh or quick or makes me feel like that might have been more of the the nephew. Okay. You know, I feel like such a bright, a bright kid, a bright young man. That's the sense I get from him. And I get the sense too. I will say this, I don't know how much you know or don't know, but would you understand either some substances or influence? To me, there's something connected, almost like this is an accident, but maybe something's connected to, to this passing where someone may have been under an influence, anything like that, or a car connection, auto connection, something like this, Beth. So do you understand that? Let me know. It's also interesting too. I don't know if this is the brother, but I also get a, a male on the other side where there's something with his heart, like a quick car connection. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Beth. So we have that car connection. Great. Now with the brother or another male, do we understand something with his heart or congestion, something in the chest? Uh, uh, there's something with that with, I, I feel like it could be the brother. If it's not a brother, it's definitely another male for you on the other side that wants to kind of step in here. So it's interesting because, you know, unfortunately for you, Beth, and, and you've got a lot of loved ones on the other side. I mean, the, as soon as I just said, who wants to say hi? The, oh, you got a, quite a lot. Oh, we've got the COPD with the brother. Okay. I need you to know the, the brother is watching over the nephew. He is kind of being a very fatherly figure to him. Uh, very much around him. I feel like your brother absolutely cared about people. Absolutely. You know, I could have seen your brother being a bit of a, uh, like a Boy Scout mentor, <laughs> something like I could see your brother really stepping in, but he lets me know that he is very much helping the nephew. He's with the nephew. Um, and honestly, Beth, I feel like we've got some parents on the other side for you as well. He did love everyone. Okay. I'm also getting the sense to where I feel like the nephew's mother, if, if that's correct, she wears a necklace. It's almost like maybe a longer necklace. Yes, both my parents. Um, she wears a longer necklace that is something of the nephew, like a, a, a finger, like a fingerprint or ashes is almost like some of him physically that, that she, she has. So do you know this? Do you not know this? Let, let us know. But I feel like also there's a bit of a, um, a little bit of a monument or a cross where that accident happened. To me, there's a little bit of something off uh, the side that we've got a little bit Yes, she does have a necklace. Okay, great. She, a little bit of a, a monument. The word monument comes in, but I think it's tribute across. There's something where the accident happens where friends really gathered. I think your nephew, oh, I think he was a little, little bit of a showstopper. Very, very well, well, well liked. I feel like this was a shock to the community. I feel like people came out to really support the family, to give their condolences. There we go. 
and we go down and put pics in tribute to the nephew. Absolutely. I got to tell you, he, he is wonderful. Uh, let him, uh, let mom know there's, there's something they've written, like a little bit of like a poem or poem he wrote or something that, that is inscribed. And he knows that this is inscribed. He knows that you guys did this for him. So let mom know that he knows that this was done. Okay. And I just feel like, you know, they just want to come in. They want to let you know that they are okay. They want to let you know, um, yes, they put it on the tree. So, you know, he knows this. Okay. He absolutely knows this. I don't feel like he had a chance to say goodbye. I also don't feel it's interesting because I do not feel that there was any pain or any suffering, but it's, and I almost feel like, I don't know now if I have the brother or, or the nephew. I wonder if the nephew, they tried to maybe keep him alive, keep him, keep him uh, on a respirator or a ventilator for a bit, but they, they couldn't, uh, it, it, there's something where I, I, I don't feel like anything could be done. So he, he was already, he was already with the grandparents. I feel like your parents already had passed. So know that he, he is flying high. Uh, he's absolutely flying high. He is absolutely around everyone. So just, just know that. And I give that to you with a lot of love. Uh, not, not to worry. He didn't get to say goodbye. No, he did not. No, but I just know that he is absolutely okay. And just know that. And obviously your brother who has got a, a fantastic sense of humor, uh, is, is definitely working with the nephew and they're together and they just give you all their love. Okay. So I will leave that with you, honey. Okay. I just want to Thank everybody for coming in tonight, for being with me live here, for joining me. Uh, again, we're looking at every Thursday. Next Thursday, I have an amazing, amazing guest, Jennifer Schaefer, who is a very good friend of mine. We are going to talk about intuitive investigation. So very, very excited to have that chit chat with you. Lots of love. You are welcome, Megan. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Beth. Have a wonderful night, everybody, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.